Hey, thanks for stopping by the Arantia Radio podcast. It is good to have you, and we're going to talk about some what I think are some exciting news regarding the podcast. Also, I had the weekend to thoroughly enjoy a piece of uh, the Arantia book, and I want to share with you some of what my takeaway was on paper 60, which talks about the beginnings of Earth. Also, February 11th, mark it on your calendar. There's going to be a huge Zoom event. Uh, people who read and study and share in the Arantia book at the Fellowship, as well as the Foundation, are celebrating 100 years of the Revelation. And if you go to my website, urantiaradio.net, uh, look on the right side and you'll see an announcement about that very event. And click away and get more information on how you can be a part of it too. And we'll continue with the Arantia Radio podcast right here. All right, I want to talk about something that has to do with the Arantia book and what we've been calling it, and I want to change the name of it, and I want to slightly change the direction of it because I, I think the Arantia book radio concept, which was born out of this idea of broadcasting to the world, well, uh, as I've grown and as I've become more, what's the word, aware of the magnificence of the Arantia book, I also realize that far too many people will just simply at this point in our time now, they just won't be able to, they're not going to be able to grasp unless they have the courage and the desire to reach out above their comfort level and take a serious look at what the Arantia book has to say. Every time I read it, and it doesn't matter how long I read it, I am just more and more convinced. For example, over the weekend, I spent a great deal of time uh, reading about the early evolution of, of our world from the time when life first appeared uh, almost 600 million years ago all the way down to the appearance of man himself and the Urantia authors and incidentally the author of the first paper in Papers 60 is a, is a resident life carrier who helped initiate life. So think about that for a moment. You have a, a, a personality being who has been mandated by Gabriel to write or provide a narrative to the beginnings of Earth. And it just so happens that the person that they, that they assign this task to is actually a life carrier, no longer resident on Urantia, by the way, no longer here on our world. And his job was complete once the appearance of will creatures uh, came about, the beginnings of the first humans. So just that nugget of information alone, I would say 95% of, of the world would not know what to do with that piece of information. It takes a long time to get to the point where you understand the gravity of the situation. Now, the implication of that story of a life carrier who can narrate is is easily on display. Anybody can read it. And you would be absolutely convinced after reading it that whoever wrote it had some hand in it. You would just, that kind of truth would just dump, you know, you can read and assess the quality of something that someone does. And you know instinctively on a gut guttural level that that person has authority. That person is telling you something that has a great ring of truth. And I would dare say that any scientist worth his salt 
uh, would be better for it if they would open up the Arantia book and read from paper 60 and learn what you can about the way they describe the geological history book and the inundations and the rising and the fallings of the continents and the successive waves of flooding, worldwide flooding, and how all of that transpired over, well, literally 600 million years. And they take us through every stage of life when it first appears, how it evolves, how it evolves out of the ocean, what's happening in our atmosphere during these periods of time. It steps us through the, the six glacial periods that occurred over, a, I guess it was about a six million, peer, uh, six million maybe 10 million uh, year stretch. It talks about the beginning of plants and animals and what the earth was like back then it talks about shale and coal deposits and it talks about how energy and materials the actual mass that makes up the earth has been distributed and all of this doesn't just come out of the whim of a man with a fanciful imagination i would also say or assert that every statement made regarding the geological history book in the Arantia book would be proven correct if someone would have the tenacity and the bravery to prove it. So even if you can't buy into a life carrier concept, the concept of a life carrier son whose job it is, is to initiate and, and come up with the genetic material needed to make life as it is today. If you can't handle that kind of idea, you can at least learn something about the history of humanity that might teach you a thing or two about how things work. So uh, evolution and religion are not mutually exclusive, but most of the world can't fathom one without the other. They either believe 100% in scientism, that everything is natural causation, which is what the scientist asserts today, which is a secular approach to viewing life, because what you're basically saying is that there was no intent. Everything just happens. There's no intent behind it. There's no motivation. There's no, pro there's no process. There's no plan. And yet everything in nature tells us that this is an intelligent operation. So having said that, getting back to my first point, the Urantia Radio podcast was more or less designed to bring the Urantia book to the general public for people who might be driving by looking for truth. And they might be attracted to the concepts. But I can tell by, even though I'm, I'm extremely th thrilled with the audience and how it's grown over the p past few years, I'm nowhere near where I think I should be. I think we should have 10,000, maybe 50,000 people around the world who would be excited enough about a new revelation, such as the Arantia book, where they would, they would just absolutely love you know, this, this kind of a podcast. And it does well, don't get me wrong. Uh, the more work I put into it, the more listeners we get. I get great feedback all the time. And I'm not suggesting that I would terminate that program at all. In fact, what I'd like to do is focus it. What I'd like to do is bring focus to it and really get into the nuts and bolts of what makes this book so damn fantastic. And in order to do so, the listeners to this podcast have to know something about the Arantia book. 
you know, so there are, in my opinion, there are people who've been reading it initially, uh, people who read it a lot and have read it a lot for a long time, or people have read about it and maybe at just some point they just stopped reading and, you know, they enjoy it, but they don't really, you know, their whole life isn't about it. Now, I happen to be in the second category, which is that I read it all the time, and I think it's extremely important to the progress of humanity. And I will say that if I hadn't read the Urantia book, I don't know what kind of a person I would be today. Because the Urantia book opens the door of reality and expands beyond just this mortal planet of time and space. And I think it presents for the first time a comprehensive uh conceptual understanding of the universe as being something that is in fact organized by a deity uh, a deity the first source and center this uh, the god of of personality the god of love the god of mercy the god of the sun the god of the spirit i believe all of that and i think that's your your ticket you want a ticket to continue that ride then you have to at least be interested in those, those, those things. And I'm not saying it's a qualitative statement. It's not a litmus test that you have to read the Urantia book in order to progress. But what I'm saying is in your own mortal life here and now, you can progress tremendously just in the material realm by improving your conceptual ideas of what makes up reality. And everybody has their own concept of what they think life is. And the Urantia book just says it as it is, that we are, in fact, part of a, a, a major plan. We are part of something that is incredible. And I think that that would change the quality of thinking among people. You say, well, my wife and I talk about this when we watch the news. You know, how can people be so evil? Well, you know, a lot of it has to do with the people's misunderstanding. They don't know what there is. You know, a lot of people that fall from religion, they, they don't know. They, they, they're they not given good answers. The Arantia book gives good answers. But you have to be looking and you have to be open to the idea that it's possible. You know, believing that Jesus is a bestowal son takes faith. But at least in the Arantia book, you can read his entire life and then make the determination based on that. And I suppose you can get that through Scripture. Absolutely. I mean, people have been going to Scripture since Scripture started. Um, the truths of Jesus are so profound and so contagious that even in a limited morsel amount, look how much he's done for this world. But uh, so the direction I, I want to take is just really just a name change. I just want to call it Inside the Arantia Book or Inside the UB, the podcast. The term radio uh, is not truly served in this medium because it's not a radio and we're not on the radio. We used to be, we used to have a radio feed that was continuous. And, you know, I may even very well bring that back because it was just the narration of the Arantia Book itself. So you truly could call it the Arantia Book Radio, where it just plays the audio. But I, I find the audio, the original audio of the Arantia Book, sort of lacks. It's not colorful enough, and uh, I am in no position to take 
the entire book and turn it into audio. There's no reason for me to do that. It would be a duplicitous task. Someone else has already done it. And I don't want to take their audio and feed it on my, my program because that wouldn't be right to them. They have their own ways. The Urantia book, the fellowship, they all have their own ways of you being able to listen to the audio narration of the Urantia book. So that's not something that, that I need to do. But what I want to do is delve into the subject matter and analyze it and talk about it. That's why I think the title inside the UB or inside the Urantia book is a, is a much more accurate description of what the podcast is all about. But I'm going to leave, leave it to you. And I want to, uh, I want to just stop here and let you mull it over. And I know some of my wonderful faithful listeners will give me their opinion, what they think. And I hope that you do. Um, also, uh, to start this off, in the next edition, I want to delve into some of my favorite radio passages from each of the four parts of the book that I think are just absolutely wonderful. So we'll do that next time up. Plus, we'll have some guests stopping by as well. In the meantime, if you want to reach out to me, the email address is radio at gmail.com. So I may have to change that. Uh, radio at gmail.com is still active. I'll keep it active. But I want to change the name of the podcast to Inside the UB or Inside Inside the Urantia Book. And I want to get your opinion on that. So give me your opinion. And until next time, thanks for stopping by and God bless.